Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Let's roll the intro. Welcome back to another episode, episode two, in fact, of Christory, where I, Christina, talk about history led by me, myself, and I, yours truly, Christina Wynn. Let's do a quick recap of last episode, where we basically defined a revolution, which is a forceful overthrow of a government or social order in favor of a new system. And it just happens over time. Along with that, I had you travel back to China with me, specifically in the 1911s, so that we could talk about the Chinese Revolution. And I told about how Sun Yat-sen and Yan Shikai basically overthrew the emperor, and it was a happily ever after. It was a happily ever after after that, right? Um, not completely. And this is what we're gonna discuss this episode. So let's get into it. So let's discuss how did people started organizing for this revolution. Well, there are some important people that I mentioned last time: Dr. Sun Yat-sen and Yang Shikai, who I'll get into later, and I'll tell a lot about them because there is obviously a lot to say about them. But for now, let's discuss what they did. So overall, people were extremely unhappy for many, many years, and the Queen Court maintained a degree of control within China for many, many years. And this is where people started to become mad. They started to become pressed, and they. This is where they started to have the widespread reform and outright revolution, and this is where the leaders come in. I mean, not gonna lie, if I had to go through all that, I would obviously be mad too. I really don't blame them. But having so many people go against them, it honestly really surprises me too. And Sun Yat-sen, well, this very very amazing person who I will tell about later, led the amalgam of groups that together formed the Revolution Alliance, or he was also called it the Tongming Hui, which I totally butchered and I extremely apologize. But back to his revolutionary alliance that he created, his entire goal was to replace the Qing Dynasty with a republican government, which honestly sounded great. It's what people wanted. It's what people wanted to have. It's it was totally what they didn't have at the time. But Sun himself, they obviously didn't give up. In southern China, both the revolutionary leaders and the overseas Chinese leaders all had to give in their effort. In the years leading up to the revolution, the revolutionary alliance attempted seven or more different revolts against the Qing dynasty. Seven. That is, wow. That is so many. But after that, did they end up stopping the Qing dynasty and the getting rid of that government? Well, yes, yes, they did. Remember the part when I said that I was going to talk about Dr. Sun Yat-sen and Yang Shikai? Well, this is the place for that. Let's get some music so this is a lot more interesting. Yeah. Let's start with Dr. Sun Yat-sen, who became the first provisional president for China. He didn't participate in the uprising that led to the overthrow of the Qing Dynasty because he was in Denver, Colorado at the time. Yes, he was in a completely different country, but he made just as much as an influence on everyone. 
He was one of the significant leading figures who provided opposition, and he tried multiple times to overthrow the dynasty. It led to the amalgam of groups that together formed the Revolutionary Alliance, or, sorry if I butchered this again, Tongming Hui. Along with that, there is Yang Shikai, who made a deal with Sun Yat-sen that if he overthrows the Emperor Puji, then he can become president. He basically worked with Dr. Sun Yat-sen, and he was a general in the old dynasty. Fun fact, Yang Shikai ends up overthrowing Emperor Puji, and he becomes the president of the Republic of China. He later declares himself as the emperor of 1915, and that obviously didn't make a lot of people happy. Although... He passed away and abdicates in 1916, leaving China to Sun Yat-sen. Sun Yat-sen ends up going to the south, also known as the Guangzhou area, and he sets up a revolutionary government to establish the Republic of China. He sadly passed away in 1925, though, from cancer. And when that happened, the alliance between the communists and the nationalists completely fell apart. Yes. They had an alliance, which is crazy because that is honestly a recipe for disaster. And what happened was, well, if you want to hear that, well, that's for you to find out and come back for next episode. But before we go, I would like to thank World History Period 7 for sponsoring this video. Thank you for listening. And again, my name is Christina and this is Christory, where I basically talk about history. I'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.